Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. I recently asked my community what episodes would be helpful for you. I love pouring into you. I love pouring into you, especially here on the podcast. This podcast has been around for three plus years and I love giving you quick wins, tips and tricks inside this podcast. So I went to the community and I said, what would be helpful for you? If I recorded some episodes like I'm doing today, what would you want support with? Where are you finding that you're struggling? How can I pour into you more? And one of the episode requests for this episode was for time management tips and tricks. How do I manage both the things? How do I do it all when I am still working a nine to five job and I'm trying to replace replace my salary? How can I get it all done? So I'm going to talk about those things, what worked for me, what I've also learned along the way in the four plus years of business. So let's go ahead and dive on into today's episode all about time management, how to get it all done when you're still juggling the nine to five. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. So many of you know that when I first started my business, I was also working a nine to five job. I was a teacher, so it really wasn't nine to five. It was more like seven to 3.30 if you wanna get technical there, but I wanna share some things that really helped me and also put some things in perspective for you because if you are still juggling a nine to five job, it might be hard to replace your income at the same time of working at your nine to five job because there's only so many hours in the day and a good chunk of your day is at your current job. And if you're a mom and you're also juggling home life and kids, and depending on your kid's age, if you're carting them around to sports and activities, it might be hard to do it all. So let's get realistic with this too. I'm gonna maybe shift your mindset around this, talk about some strategies, and I'm excited to dive on into this because I've done episodes on time management, what's worked for me, but it's always helpful to bring it back into perspective. And as the years have gone on, as my kids have gotten older, I've had to implement different strategies. So what worked for me in the beginning doesn't always work for me right now. You know, when my kids were little, when they were babies, I could consistently count on the nap time hours. My boys are four and six now. I cannot count on that. Um, But now they are 
are getting to the age where they are, you know, in school full time. So I do have a little bit more flexibility there, but let's back it up. Let's talk about what I did in the beginning, what really helped me and what you can start to incorporate into your life. So when I was first getting started, like I said, I had that full-time job. I was pregnant and I had one son. Most of my work happened in the early morning hours and in the evening after I put my son to bed. Now, that might be hard for you, depending on your kid's age, depending on what you have going on, it might be hard for you to do the early morning. It might be hard for you to do the late night because if you're working a full-time job, you're like, oh my gosh, like I just wanna relax, I wanna sit down. So one of the things that I did at the beginning of the week is I mapped out what days I was getting up early, what days I was going to be working on my business. I also brought my husband into the mix so that he was aware of what that looked like so he could maybe help pick up the slack or he could just, you know, Instead of tempting me with Netflix and hanging out on the couch, he could know, hey, I'm, I'm gonna finish up the bedtime routine, you go get started in, in the office working. So talking with him, but mapping that out and putting it like it's an appointment in your calendar. So whatever method you use to plan out your days, I am really big, I've made a huge shift into doing a lot of digital planning uh, and using Google Calendar. So I would look at my week and I would actually put it in like I'm adding a hair appointment or a doctor's appointment and block out that chunk of time, set a reminder, set alerts for you so that you know. The half of the battle is that you you don't have the plan in place. So when the morning comes, you laying in bed and you're like, oh, well, I could get up and work. But if it's in your appointment, you already know. Your, your mind is already in that mind frame of, I'm gonna wake up tomorrow early. I'm going to get my work done. And so plan out what that is for you. For me, it was five to seven. Some things that helped me to do that, especially if you have a full-time job, especially if you're doing the momming stuff, like I said, bringing my spouse into the mix of like, hey, you know, can you help me three days a week prep lunches for the boys or can you get the boys lunch ready or can you get their snacks ready for the next day or can you get everything ready to go so that I don't have to feel like I have to be doing that in the evening or waking up and getting that ready in the morning. Anything that's going to help cut down on the decision making process for you. So for me, when I was working my full-time job, that meant prepping and packing my lunches in advance. I um, now even, even still, I prep my meals for the entire week, my lunches. One of the things that's helped me with, especially now that I'm working from home full-time is when you're at home, it's easy to just number one, go in and snack. Um, I want to eat healthy. And I also don't want to have to waste a ton of time thinking, what am I going to have for lunch today? What should I make? So doing it on a Sunday, planning that out, I don't have to make that decision. So anything that can kind of cut down that decision fatigue and you can have things planned ready to go. So planning out my week, knowing when those work windows were going to be for me, talking with my spouse, bringing him into the mix, asking for support, saying, hey, can you help me? Or anything that I could do to prep in advance, laying out my clothes, showering the night before. So really all I had to do was wake up, my clothes were already laid out, I could put my clothes on or if I wanted to just stay in my pajamas, like then I, I knew that the getting ready time didn't have to be standing in my closet trying to figure out what I was gonna wear. Cutting all of those decisions down, planning that all out, I had to be super focused, hyper-focused even on, I wanna make sure that if I only have two hours to get work done in the morning, I wanna know exactly what I'm doing. So blocking out that window. Another thing that helped me is during that block, knowing exactly what I was going to work on. Sometimes that was actually doing client work. Sometimes that was responding to emails. Sometimes that was networking. Sometimes that was following up with people. Um, and you know, people would get emails and people would get texts and DMs from me at 5 a.m. That was my, my work window. Um, and I just let them know that that was something that I did. Uh, another thing that can be helpful is setting a timer. So a lot of times we think I've got this two hour window, we find ourselves 
uh, scrolling, we find ourselves, uh, you know, opening a window and forgetting what we were supposed to do, really mapping out and planning what, what I was going to do and then setting a timer. And for me, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of a competitive person. So I would try to see, you know, if I think it's going to take me 30 minutes to get this done, like, can I beat the clock? Can I stay super focused on that? Um, putting distractions away, especially in the morning. I was like, nobody needs me at this time. I do not need to have my phone out. And you can even find, I, I'm looking at my phone right now. It's flipped over because I don't want to see any notifications that come through, but it, it can be very easy for me to grab my phone and just look at it. And then I'm in Instagram or I'm in TikTok and I'm scrolling and oh my gosh, 15 minutes has just gone by where I could have been using that to respond to some emails or do some client work. So in the morning, especially like putting your phone in a drawer in another room, nobody needs you. Uh, and so really taking that distraction out of the, out of the equation. Another thing that I would work into my times would be breaks, just a five minute break to get up to stretch, to just kind of release some of that energy, especially if I was super focused, releasing some of that energy. And then, you know, as you're working from home too, this can apply working, you know, I don't think we are traditionally designed to work eight hours straight with no breaks, with nothing. So when you're working from home, even if that means, you know, going downstairs, getting a glass of water, taking a break, removing yourself from the situation, you will actually find that you'll come back way more productive when you incorporate those breaks. Another thing that helped me, and this doesn't necessarily have to do with time management, but really bringing other people into the mix of what I was doing. When you're first building your business, you're trying to get it off the ground. It does take more work. Nobody knew that you had a business, maybe, you know, depending on how long ago you started your business, nobody knew that you had a business. So it does take time to build up that marketing, to build up that presence, to build up that network of people who know that this is what you offer. So in the beginning, it is going to take more time. So one thing I had to, number one, bring myself to a place is that it's not gonna happen overnight. Like as much as I would want to replace my income tomorrow, like it's gonna take some time. So setting realistic goals for yourself on that front, but also bringing people into the mix. I had to have a conversation with my husband and said, you know, the next month or two, I, I had a two month runway of where I was really trying to reach some goals that I could step away, whatever your runway looks like, bringing people into the mix and saying, hey, this is something that I'm really working towards. How can I, number one, communicate these things that I might need with you? How can you support me in this? And also reminding yourself that this is just temporary. It is going to take some time to build up your business, to get the word out, to get clients, to get that experience under your belt. Once you get working with clients, I'm not saying that it's never gonna be hard again because there's definitely ups and downs, but that beginning runway of getting your business off the ground is a challenging time. It is going to require more time on you to get it off the ground. And then once you have that established business that you're working with clients, people are coming to you, you're not constantly having to feel like you're fishing for clients every single day. Once you build that presence, it becomes a little bit easier. You can, I wouldn't say let your foot off the gas pedal immediately, but you can start to release that a little bit. You don't have to go full throttle. So I knew that that those two months of me starting my business and trying to grow it because I was working towards being able to resign from my job, it was going to require extra effort on me. And so I went to my husband, I just said, look, I really wanna make this happen. The next couple months, they're going to be crazy. Like I am going to be using any free moment that I have that I'm not taking care of home responsibilities or at my job to make this a, re- a possibility for me. So just know the next couple of months, this is what it's gonna look like. It won't be like this forever. And then of course, once you do leave your nine to five job, you will have more flexibility throughout your day so that it doesn't always have to be this. But that was something 
something that I had to have a conversation with my husband. And once I put it out there, I let him know, and he was aware of that, he was able to help encourage me to work towards that. So again, not necessarily a time management thing, but something that you put help to put you in perspective too. If it feels overwhelming, if it feels like when is it going to get easier, there will come a time where it will. You have to almost restructure how you how you work, right? If you're somebody who's like, well, I love sleeping in or I love watching Netflix at night or I love, you know, an hour on the couch or I can just relax. Or if your husband is used to you doing the dishes or folding the laundry, helping, bringing people into the mix and bringing them into it as a part of it can help them feel excited for you too, right? Like as you start to bring in this clients and you're like, Hey honey, it's working. Like I just gained a new client. My husband would get so excited. And then he would ask me like, Hey, how's that going? Or did you sign that proposal? And it became more of a collaborative thing as opposed to just a me thing. And especially as moms, we feel like we've got to take it all on. We've got to do all the things. So having him a part of that conversation, mapping out that week so that he knew he was aware when I was getting up, when I was working late, he could he could start to do that. And then as my business started to grow, I started to work in rewards. So I think this is another thing that comes in with time management too. Work in rewards, work in things that you can start to do. So for me, most every day was that five to seven. But as my business started to grow a little bit, I started to gain clients, I would say like, okay, I'm gonna say Friday night. Like if I get through this week, if I get up every single day, if I work all you know my nights from eight to 10 p.m., Friday night is gonna be the night where I'm going to like shut the computer down and relax. That was super helpful for me too because I had something that I could work towards. And I, again, competitive incentives, those work for me. So what are things that you can start to incorporate as those incentives, as those things? Now, depending on what your kids' ages look like, this is where it can get challenging, right? Because if you've got little kids, if you are feeling like I'm not even getting enough sleep as it is, try to, again, bring your, if you you have your spouse in there, bring them into the conversation, let them know like, hey, you know, on, on Tuesdays and Thursday nights, like I really need to be working. So if like the baby wakes up, can you, you know, take care of that? Or on those nights, like I, you know, Monday, Wednesday and Friday, like I've got the baby if the baby wakes up in the middle of the night, but can you do it on these nights? Cause I got to make sure I get work done. And again, sometimes it's just mapping it out and having those conversations with people about what support you need. You would be surprised at how willing they are to help you when you just communicate those things. And again, it's just temporary. What you need to do in the beginning is not what you're gonna need to do in you know a year from now. Or maybe you need to switch things up again, but really planning out that time, setting that timer for yourself, having conversations with people, prepping things that can kind of take that decision fatigue have all been things that have helped me no matter where I'm at in, in business. And I hope that will help you if you're trying to juggle the nine to five job, trying to make it all work. One thing that helped me too is my lunchtime, I would use as an additional 30 minutes to get things done. So usually my lunchtime was following up, checking emails, responding to people, um, just kind of like checking in with people. If I had a proposal out, I would use that. I used to go to the staff room and eat with everybody else. That was something that helped me kind of take back that time. Again, reminder, it's only temporary. It doesn't need to be like this forever. Set that end goal in sight of when you want to leave and then start to think, okay, realistically, how much time do I need to devote to this? Where is that time gonna come from? What might do, what do I need to cut out? What do I need to make sacrifices of? Who do I need to bring into the conversation? Where do, what do I need to plan? How can I take some of the weight or the decisions off, off my plate so that it makes it easy for me? That Those last couple months, number one, I was pregnant, so I really didn't care what I looked like, but I was like, I'm, you know, I'm not putting on makeup in the morning. Like I obviously wanted to like look presentable and I would wear 
you know, professional clothes, but I wasn't taking all this time and effort into getting ready. I told myself like, you've got a 10 minute window to put your clothes on, uh, to brush your hair, brush your teeth and get out the door. So when you put those time limits on yourself, you actually be surprised with what you're able to get accomplished when you shorten the time, right? It can take you an hour to get ready or it can take you 15 minutes to get ready. You just have to decide what that looks like. So hopefully some of these tips help you if you have anything else that you want me to dive into when it comes to time management, how my time management has developed as I've grown my business now that my kids, you know, I've had kids at home full time. I've had kids in some in school, some not at school. I've had kids who don't nap anymore. I've had summer. So it's always developing. And I think figure out what works for you, figure out a schedule that works for you, but also give yourself grace if you need to evolve that schedule because there's gonna come different seasons of life, no matter if you've got kids or what have you or other obligations, you're gonna have to develop that and allow it to ebb and flow. But I think the biggest thing for me is creating that schedule Sunday night, knowing what my week was gonna look like, knowing when those work windows were going to be, and even just putting it down on paper in my calendar helps me to stick to it way more than if I was just like, well, I've gotta find some time this week. And again, just remind yourself it's temporary. Like, it, you won't always have to get up at 5 a.m. You won't always have to work late at night. Once you are able to leave that nine to five job, you will have more flexibility of what your day can look like. So hopefully this was helpful. If you like this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me, or just send me a DM and let me know what tip was super helpful for you in this week's episode. And I will catch you next week. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.